The following audio is via a Skype call. You can't afford lackluster marketing. Fine-tune your brand and get your marketing in shape with marketing consultant and brand expert, Jen Morgan, on Radically Distinct Radio. Hello, this is Jen Morgan, and welcome to Radically Distinct Radio. Thank you for joining today. Today, I want to talk about something different than we've talked about before. I want to, as a marketing person, oftentimes I find myself giving advice on how to better relate to others and how to fit into their ideas and how they already think so that you can influence them from that place because it's much easier. But oftentimes, that way of thinking about fitting into the way other people, the way other people think can help. It cannot be so good for us as a society. And so I wanted to take a look at the opposite side of that and how our cultural ideas and opinions about advertising and promoters, how that actually is not good for us and how we might individually consider how we, how I, Jen Morgan, and how you at home listening today, how your opinions your biases towards advertising and people who are marketing towards you are contributing towards this cultural disdain for advertising and commercialization in general. And I believe that that is not in our best interest because what it does, from my perspective, is that it contributes to an ignorance of how public opinion is formed and how we as a people don't necessarily make decisions that are in our best interest because we are so heavily influenced by media and advertising that is done at the level, at a, such a high level, that we don't even realize that it is being done to us. And so my uh, soliloquy or my perspective is that by embracing promoters and advertisers and people in our community who are stepping up and saying, hey, I've got something to offer, that we would be in a better position of power as a group of people. And I have here today, of course, Dr. Pat to help me talk about advertising. Yeah, I'm really excited about this because, first of all, people think advertising is a 21st or 20th century idea, and it's really not. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes as far back as, you know, people were able to walk upright. Absolutely. Yeah. And when we were drawing pictures on the wall in the caves. We yeah. were advertising about how our clan was great <laughs> and you should come That's try and exactly find us. That's exactly right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think it's interesting to note that most of the forms of communication we're using today, they are available to us because uh, advertisers backed things like the radio and the TV when they were coming to be. You know, so our ability to even engage in social media all exists because of promoters, people who wanted to advertise. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've taken it to really a whole nother level, haven't we? I mean, in the scheme of things, you know, we're looking at this world of sharing information. So if we take the word advertising out of it, right, Mm -hmm. and we talk about it as sharing information, sharing information so that we can make informed decisions, people don't cringe, but there is a resistance to it. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently I'm, I'm on a business council uh, down, downtown social club and they ha- regularly have people come in and speak. And it was my it was my first meeting. And so I was trying not to say anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to kind of feel it out. Yeah. And one after, there was at least half of the group that one after another, one person said, you know, I, I really think that we shouldn't allow for any promotional messages. I was listening to this person speak, and then all of a sudden they were in this sales pitch, and it was very uncomfortable, it didn't fit. And then another person cued it and said something similar about it. And then 
Before you know it, the president said, okay, so if that happens again, I think what we should do is take the mic and just interrupt them. Which at that point I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I have, you know, now I absolutely, that would be so embarrassing (laughs) to the person speaking. And just, you know, for understand, I I feel like I need to speak on their behalf. If they're speaking at your organization for free, the ability to do a promotional message is their payment. That is the agreement. And if you're not aware that that's the agreement, that is the agreement. And so, you know, I think maybe we should rethink how we ask people to come if we're asking them to speak for free definitely don't take the mic from them. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, what do you think that's made of? What do you, what what do you think is, is sort of the origin of that? You know, what is it that people think would happen if folks showed up and started to talk about themselves or what their gifts are contributions to the world? Well, I think that there's, well, there's two sides. There's the how well that person did it. <laughs> I think there's yeah. definitely, and that's the thing that we usually talk about, but I want to talk about the opposite side today because you can, yeah, yeah. you know, you can really set it up for somebody. So you can say, hey, I'm going to give you some value today. And then at the end, I'm going to let you know about how you can work with me or you can hear more about our company. Um, no pressure. You know, I think yeah. saying, setting those parameters is a really important thing. But to, to I think it's a really good question, this idea of origin. I once had a teacher. Oh, I did. I had a teacher who she said the root of our issues was sales because really it kind of comes down to people don't like to feel like they've been sold or they've been taken advantage of. And she said that that is a kind of goes back to a biblical story of how Adam, Eve sold Adam on this idea yeah. of an apple and yeah. that he was duped by this woman. Right? Um, right. Who kind of used all her charms to get him into do something that was in his not in his best interest. And at the really, if you think about that story, at the base of that belief is that Adam did not make a decision on his own. He he he's not in, he's he can't say no. He is not able to say no. And I think that's a part that people, some people would really say they they don't know how to say no or they're uncomfortable saying no. And that it goes way back into our history in terms of how how much we justify somebody else can do something to us that we can't say no to. Yeah. I mean, I think it's an interesting, uh, you know, dialogue about this because, you you know, really what this is about is this notion of I offered you a bite from an apple and you took it. And the conversation is as if free will doesn't exist, but Mm -hmm. we are talking about free will Mm -hmm. and we are talking about, um, what people's expectations are. If you're watching the Super Bowl, there is an expectation that you will be looking forward to the ads. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But if you're not watching the Super Bowl, then it's really marginal about what you're, quote, looking forward to. Mm-hmm. However, we tolerate them. And at the same time, we're willing to acknowledge some of the ads that are really well done. So, you know, I think at some level, you know, this advertising has become part of our society. We just are getting a little bit concerned about the format it takes. You know, and absolutely. And I think that there's good concern for us to have conversations about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, especially when we're starting to look at how we're being, I guess, for lack of a better word, monitored through every device we use and tracked through every device we use. And I feel that if people were engaged more in what 
is advertising and what are the ideas being put out, we would have more, um, I guess, the ability to articulate what we want better. Yeah. And I feel that we have a lack, we have an ignorance, as culturally speaking, about what's going on, where there's people who know a lot and they're probably contributing to creating these tracking mechanisms. They know tons, but they're so far removed from everyday conversation about what advertising is that our, 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 as a culture, have been dumbed down by uh-huh. media and things that are that are given to us, and then we take them in as fun and engaging and entertaining. But those are the best forms of advertising. You know, movies are the best advertising for perpetuating ideas about race, about sexism, about you know all uh-huh. of those things. They all stem from really well done, high budgeted things. And then what happens is we have somebody entrepreneur in our community who's decided to go out on their own, gotten some courage behind them, and then they go and they try to do something right, and maybe they don't, they, and they try to share, and then they, don't, they give this, I need you to pay me <laughs> speech <laughs> that doesn't go over very well because people are like, oh, that was really bad. <laughs> and now I feel trapped in this room. And, I, and then what we do is we go complain to the hosts. And I, I, I would just really encourage people to instead to go engage with that person and say, hey, you know, I felt maybe that was a little pushy and maybe if you tried it like this or, you know, give them the feedback as much as it might hurt their feelings to get that feedback. It's so much better than going and complaining to this board to try to get rid of that promotion, because at the end of the day, it there's a cost to somebody coming and providing value to you, mm-hmm. you know, and go ahead. Sorry, I'm on a hustle. Well, you know what? I, I, I got to tell you what it reminds me of. Remember when we we started Internet and everybody's like Googling and we're looking around on the Internet or whatever we're doing. And then all of a sudden there was this thing, thing one that showed up. Thing one was this all of a sudden this advertisement that was playing right before the video that you wanted to see. Right. Yes. And we were like. What (laughs) is that? And you know how you're trying to click it off, click it off, click it off, and nobody knew how to do that? Uh And then they got some feedback and they said, no, no, no. Now, people are not going to watch the video if you keep doing that. So now what they're doing is if they're going to play that little ad, not everywhere, certainly if you're listening to any or watching any TV channel or show, they're going to play the full ad. But some of the other ones say, skip this ad in 10, 9, 8, like yeah, that. Yeah, and YouTube is for a good example. They it's do that. a good example. Yeah. But most of the time now, we've adjusted to the fact that we are going to get ads with almost everything we search. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're okay with that? Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm annoyed when I have to click through <laughs> when I'm trying to watch something on YouTube, right? I'm totally annoyed by that. And because it's um, not an actual person in front of me, I can be annoyed and I feel fine about it. <laughs> um, but do I, But when I really think about the value that YouTube has brought for basically free for many people, I think it is yeah. justified in a lot of yeah. ways. So I, I, I think... From my perspective, I think that that's it's it's, it's brought a lot um, to people in terms of their ability to get out there. But I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. If you have, I'm all about having great marketing, so people want mm-hmm. to engage with your marketing. I mean, that's what I'm all about. So I'm not here trying to say it's okay for everybody to put crap out into the world and expect people to accept that. That's not at all my perspective. Mm-hmm. My perspective mm-hmm. is, you know. It's not easy to be an eloquent salesperson. 
And if you're seeing people in your community who are out there and they're making an offer, you should pat them on the back because they are the people that are bringing about change. They are the people that are changing the status quo. They're the people who are going to stand up for things that matter. And, you know, I feel like we should support them more than we do as a culture. And that would be better for us as a society. Well, I got to tell you, I am really um, I've discovered a whole new way of it's not a um, what is it the whole bait and switch thing it's not that but here's what I've discovered about the newest right now on these video games that you can watch on your phone or any of the live streaming like little video games you play right Mm -hmm. what they've now done instead of having the ad come on what they've done is if you want this free shield to protect you in this game click here and what it does is it plays the ad yeah. And so it's kind of like, okay, a bribe. You, uh, it's a bribe. <laughs> it's like, I'll let you play your ad. And, and so at first when this happened, I wouldn't look at the ad. I'd be like, okay, cool. Now I find myself, oh, that's kind of like a cool little ad. Yeah. And it's really interesting. I think it melts away resistance when people believe they're getting something in return. I do too. I think that's a great example i I play also play a pool game and you can get more points if you watch this like 30 second promo or some more coins or something Uh which means you can enter higher tournaments so i'm like all right fine i'll watch your 30 second whatever you know (laughs) it does work i think that that is totally true it's true and people obviously are engaging in that Uh it's like that permission piece is an important part as being a marketer being a salesperson being a speaker it's that's an important piece Yeah. And today what you're talking about is you're talking about, you know, how can we look at the opportunity that advertising provides and then also, you know, taking a look at what might be uh, unique approaches to things today. Right. Yes, definitely. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and also thinking about how our beliefs about advertising, about promotion, how they're actually holding you back personally Mm -hmm. from engaging in social media and getting the word out about what you care about, either within your organization or in the culture in in our society at large. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the positive impact of this Um, because the question mark really is, how many times have you watched an ad or heard an ad and out of the uh, out of the side you're thinking, "Wow, I really do need a new attorney or I really didn't know that about health insurance." We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Jen's going to talk a lot about that. Stay tuned. Mhm. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. 
Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Everybody, welcome back. You're listening to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan, and I'm Dr. Pat. We get to do this and hang out. Today, we're talking about how your resistance to advertising is bad for society. And there are a lot of ways that we can talk about that. But before we ju- you know, really jump back into it and talk about what some of the positive impacts are, Jen, you know, I think it's important for people to know, first of all, how they can find out more about you. And then, you know, what do you have to help people? not just understand this better, but to help them take their message out into the world. Well, you can find out more about me at my website, jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. And you can learn about my company, Radically Distinct, at radicallydistinct.com. That's R-A-D-I-C-A-L-L-Y-D-I-S-T-I-N-C-T.com. Uh, And what we can do to help you in the world. So what we say is that we're brand power for growing businesses. And we I work a lot with professional service providers, meaning people whose product, what they sell is a service that they deliver to another human being, usually. Um, So those are the types of people that I work with. And what we help you do with your company is to formulate Mm -hmm. your pitch 
so that people hear you. And so if you're a a humble person, you're very good at what you do, sometimes it's really hard to talk about what you do in a way in which other people care. And that's something that's very important for you to be heard. You know, how do you let people know about what it is that you do in a way that resonates with the audience you have in mind? So we do that. Uh, the other the other thing that we can do is we can then interpret that message into any kind of media that you might need. So to support your sales team or your own personal sales efforts, you may need collateral. You may need a social media strategy. You may need a uh, person to come in, which is something that I am very good at doing is come in and get a group of people aligned to the direction you want to take the company. And that's one of my personal favorite things to do that and helping people be better self-marketers. How do you influence people to listen to your ideas? So a lot of things that we can help you with. And you can find out a lot more about them by going to the website, radicallydistinct.com. And you can also follow along with things that we're teaching people about on YouTube because we now have a YouTube station. And you just, I think the best thing to do, it's Jen Morgan dash Radically Distinct. Or you can do a search for Radically Distinct TV on YouTube. Perfect. Um, Now, earlier we started to talk about, listen, you know, why is it that we have so much resistance to advertising? And more importantly, you know, how does that resistance, you know, go counter to what good advertising could do for the world? So I'm interested in hearing from you what some of the positive impacts are. Well, positive impacts are, you know, job growth. <laughs> yeah. Um, people having the ability to have a job. And while, you know, many people may be listening to the show are entrepreneurs and I'm an entrepreneur, it matters a lot to me that people that I care about are able to get a job if they're looking for a job. And those are created from one person, starting by one person having an idea and getting out there and promoting that idea and getting people to believe in that vision and then to help help them bring that vision to life because you don't bring really great ideas to life on your own. So that's mm-hmm. a, one positive is the job creation. Another is, um, how, how do you describe, creating uh, in a moving an idea forward, meaning so we culturally maybe we believe in something about the environment, but we're uh-huh. not making the right, we're not taking actions to help move that initiative forward. Well, how do we as a group band together to actually make that happen. Well, we have to advertise. We have to promote our ideas. We have to get them out there. Another positive thing that advertising does is it helps us win elections. (laughs) (laughs) Now, maybe you don't agree with who is in the, I feel like I have to say that if you don't agree who is putting themselves out there as a candidate, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are doing great work in the world who are only able to be elected because of advertising and promotions. Mm -hmm. So those are some things what do you think are some good ideas or some well, positive what, aspects? What I think is that um, all of us want to make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that are important to us, our family. There are things that are important, you know, more globally. But on a day-to-day basis, we function in this world um, at a pace right now digitally that very few people are able to keep up with. And we're looking for ways that we can get information or hear something or see something that will shorten the lifespan of our research. We really are not looking to spend the kind of time we used to have to spend 
researching something for a decision. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you go back and imagine the I'm going to shop for a car routine that happened, what, 20 years ago, let's just say, where on a weekend you piled yourself up and you jumped in the car and, you know, you went car shopping. Mm -hmm. And maybe you saw an ad on TV or maybe you heard one on the radio where you found out this dealership was giving away pizza or something, right? Or a car Uh, because they used it as a loss leader. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mean, you know, now it's like uh, J.D. Power's car of the year and you're not necessarily going to watch TV and get that but there's information that advertising helps people cut to the chase. That's mm-hmm. what I think for me is one of the most significant benefits. First of all, we are in a world where information is coming to us faster than we can imagine. Some of it is good information. Some of it's not. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking to somebody the other day who – uh, you know, just really didn't understand, you know, a core issue that was in the in the media. And I said, just Google it. I mean, come on. If you Google something or you or you Bing something or you search something, what's the likelihood, Jen, that an ad about that something will not show up? That's true. Right. 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 I mean, especially if it's something that mm-hmm. has a connection to somebody making money. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, I think about the positive impact to helping people get to where they want to be quicker. I think that to me is one of the most significant impacts of of advertising or conversation marketing, either one. But it helps them get there. Yeah, I think. See, and I'm like you. To me, making a decision is cathartic. It's like, I don't want to be sitting in this place of paralysis by analysis. That stresses me out. And Mm -hmm. I think that some people... You know, they like they prefer to not make a decision. So maybe making decisions isn't as high of a value. But I think in the bigger picture, people making decisions, yes or no, is a service that advertising provides for you because it forces the ideas to get simpler. Like if you're paying for advertising, you're forced to get your ideas into a concise little 30 seconds or, you know, couple sentences. And that actually helps save the the consumer or the person who's experiencing it helps them save time. So I agree with you. It totally helps people make decisions. And it is also a service that, uh-huh. you know, you pay to get your ideas more clearly defined so they're more digestible. Yeah, it is. And then the other thing, too, uh, before we go to break, and I know we'll talk about this when we come back, um, is also there's a way to go about it. There's a way to go about this. You know, sometimes you'll hear an ad and you'll go into a, a store and you'll say, gee, uh, you know, I heard that thing was on sale. Now I'm in the store and it's not on sale. And so, you know, it gives people another way not just to make informed decisions, but cost-effective ones. Mm -hmm. And I think we forget about that. You know, you can be annoyed, but here's the thing. Do you want to just spend a whole lot of money or do you want to just figure out how can I make this informed decision and make an optimal cost uh, choice for that? And, and I think that there we can we can talk about this more. But when we come back, I want to talk to you about social media and digital media 
And, you know, what have we learned and what have we not learned? You know, when is enough is enough of the pop-ups on my phone? When is that (laughs) the point by which you don't even care anymore about that thing you were searching for? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. And we got something special coming up. Have you wanted to make more money without working harder or more? Maybe you've tried new ways to bring in extra income without success. Hi, my name is Deb Acker, and in addition to being the host of Truth Talk Radio, I'm an intuitive life coach and energy healer. I clear energy blocks to all areas of life, including abundance. Did you know many times we have an invisible income ceiling? So no matter what we do, our income never goes up, or if our income does go up, we experience an unexpected expense that negates this. How much would it be worth to significantly increase your income or even have unexpected income show up? When I was in the corporate world, I used these techniques to increase my income by tens of thousands of dollars without changing my work routine. In fact, I worked even less, and I now help clients do the same. If this resonates for you and you're truly ready for abundance in your life, I'd love to gift you with my pattern identification session. Simply contact me on the contact page of my website, deborahacker.com. That's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-A-C-K-E-R.com. And let me know you heard about this gift through Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to connecting soon. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Potasic each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Have you ever lost your way while driving somewhere? This can be unsettling as you don't know if you should go left, right, forward, backwards, or make a U-turn. Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show Mainstream Metaphysics Radio, where we harness the power of the universe for happier living. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on helping them get back on their natural road of living their life with joy. Next time you feel off track, Tap into your inner child's sense of joy and write down on paper the non-negotiable qualities that you're needing in career or love, but without limiting specifics. With your list, you know where to place your energy going forward and where not to. You're always best served when your inner child is at the navigation controls. However, don't worry, you still have the keys to the car. If you would like to schedule a personal navigation session with me, please visit my website at elitetarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. 
Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio. Featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net. Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. You know, uh, I am really looking forward to this conversation right here. You know, this is Radically Distinct Radio. Jen Morgan. I'm Dr. Pat. Be your most powerful brand. But resistance to advertising. Um, I just want to be really, really clear about one thing. Thing one is in the world we live in today and I'm literally talking about being an independent radio host. The only reason that we are really here and able to talk with all of you is literally because of our sponsors and people that are willing to say, I would like to advertise on your show, Pat, and are willing to give us money. Because if it were not for them, you might as well say pretty much goodbye to most of the shows you're listening to on alternative talk because it's independent network and all of us buy airtime. And this is the norm now for radio. There is literally no place for you, for you to tune into radio that isn't costing a host with a few of exceptions. There are a few exceptions, but generally speaking, this is the world. Advertising is ruling. We may not call it that, but it is. Now, the one area, Jen, that I think people have gotten used to advertising is social media and digital promotion. So you've got something special here. Yeah. You know, I thought it would be interesting to talk about what is etiquette in social <laughs> media uh, and how can we be uh, more of ourselves in social media unless uh, sometimes people become people when you meet them in person, they're nice. And then you have an engagement with them on social media and they are a completely different person. And so in some ways, I guess it's good to have that, that barrier, that facade, a place, you know, where you, you can speak your mind. But at the same time, there are things that you might not say in real life that can be very harmful to other people. And maybe it's not so clear that, that that's what's occurring. So I thought, well, what if we talk about what are some, what are some etiquette on being in social media that work well for people? So one of the things that I think is important is if you're a person who is trying to sell something and you're using social media. Now, we're going to have Xavier on next, and he's going to talk a little bit more specifically about how to be a promoter on social media. But just wanted to kind of separate out the two different ways to think about your etiquette in social media. One is if you're a person who is selling something, you're a, you're a proprietor. And then the other is if you are having a conversation with people that you care about, you know, your community, your followers, you know, there's, so there's um, the conversations that you start because you want to engage with people. And then there's the things you want to promote. And so my advice is that 
in business, people want you to get to the point. (laughs) If you're going to promote something, get to the point, let us know what it's all about and make it easy for us to make a decision. Don't beat around the bush and not let us know, is this promotional? What is this person going? Most likely you'll lose their attention anyways, but people people respect and will listen to you if you get to the point. And if you have a I don't know if you've, I imagine, Dr. Pat, that you deal oftentimes with controversial issues. I do. Yeah. So I had one recently, I posted something, you know, Hugh Hefner had died. And Mm -hmm. I am just, I'm I'm still very interested in people's perspectives on who he is and what he's all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had the most fascinating journey um, (laughs) where, you know, Certainly there was a lot of engagement and really deep threads, like people talking back and forth to each other. And I, I, I feel that the best thing to do in that situation, because it can happen very quickly, you post something and you put something out there and then people oh. have all this, you know, angst that come at you. Oh. So my suggestion is to be a moderator and to be open to as many points of views as possible, because People, if you feel like you're open to hearing multiple points of view, you'll hear more perspectives. And the neat thing about that is people who are unswayed, meaning they don't have an opinion either way, they're going to look at them and they're going to read them and they're going to start formulating those opinions. And I think what would help people, because, you know, there's people who just get so upset and they send me private messages about how I don't know anything because I would even talk about this person. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's crazy. And then there's people who just don't want to offend me and they'll send me private messages. And so the re- that's the reason why I'm thinking we're just having a conversation about this is a really good idea. So my perspective is feel as passionately and have a passionate opinion and be respectful of people's points of views as much as you possibly can. And if you're the moderator, be open to perspectives that are way out there, you know, <laughs> because we can put links in there and we can share information and we can have a forum where Everybody can contribute their ideas. And that's, I think, a much better, more progressive society than not sharing your ideas because you're afraid that they're too piece, you know, too out there or too weird. Well, I, I, you know, where, where do you, where do you stop this? I mean, we are, and I do believe this, I believe in the freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we have systems now in place that if you plug into those systems like any of the social media accounts, whatever it is, and you're out there and you're talking with people and you have an opinion about something, um, maybe somebody's going to come along and say, you know what, I don't agree with you. Maybe they'll come along and they'll call you a loser mm-hmm. because this is a place of freedom of speech. And one of the things we don't control, and I don't believe we should, we don't control somebody else's personality. Right. I, I mean, seriously? Yes, look at a government right now. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so the question really, really becomes, is it just that we don't know the etiquette or is it, is it that we don't care? That's a question I would ask you. Well, of course, I think everybody would have different perspectives. So I have a lot of people who talk to me and they say things, for example, there's women and, and some of them are concerned about their privacy and mm-hmm. how and there's I'm talking. I talk a lot to my mother about it because my mom is somebody who's very private about what she wants to share. And yet she likes it and she tries to figure out how to be with it. So I think there's a giant group of people that would contribute more if there was more conversations around 
how can we be uh, open and share and engage, but also like what are what are we exposing about ourselves and are we being is it possible for us to be cyber stalked? And there's a lot of conversations, I think, that, that exist in this in this world of etiquette and, and especially with the male female dynamic or, you know, the dynamic of wanting to pursue somebody to possibly date them. Like I get messages not so much anymore, but I used to get a whole bunch of messages from um, different countries, people who wanted to, like, marry me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So so there's some things in I think in our in our culture that are just going to end up coming with the just being out and about. Right. You're out Mm -hmm. in society and somebody can say something to you that's totally rude. So you're never going to get rid of that. But if you're a person like me and like you, Dr. Pat, and you want to have more of a social life because you have you have social media, then Mm -hmm. the question is, okay. How can I utilize this tool in a way that's more like who I am actually in real life and less like some other thing that gives a false persona? I think that's what people are afraid of is coming across as a fraud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Now, listen, we have somebody you're going to bring in the program here, and I think we should skip the break because we've got a lot to cover. Um, And I want to make sure that people know that there has been research done. There are ways that we could learn about how to show up. And, you know, honestly, we get emotional about things. Sometimes we post things, say things, do things. Um, I mean, I didn't know for years that if you type in all caps, that means like, oh, please, did you really just do that? (laughs) Yeah, I've just thought like, I just want a little headline. They're like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) what's wrong with you? (laughs) I used to like, (laughs) what's wrong with you? Have you lost your mind? And I'm like, okay, what did I do? Um, But, you know, this is really where we take a look at how we get to show up in the world. And, yeah, maybe there's an article on you, Hefner, that somebody doesn't like. Maybe there's an article on our president that somebody doesn't like. Maybe there's a lot of posts and a lot of tweets and a lot of stuff that people don't like. Unfortunately or fortunately, that is really the world of social media right now. I think the one thing we look for, though, and I will say this because this is really what I'm hearing, it's it's one thing to really be out there and kind of be crazy on social media. It's another thing to not be truthful. And I think this is where people are losing hope. You know, this whole idea that everything that is said, and this was quoted to me, man, it's like a lie. It's like a lie. And I got a friend that put up a website with a big old Pinocchio nose every time somebody said a lie. And I'm like, and he took it down because he couldn't keep up. So, you know, what is it that you want to share with us about the interpretation of social media and how we can have our best selves show up? Yeah. So one of the things that I've recently has happened with Radically Distinct and me is that we've started working with another person, uh, CMO, we call him. And CMO is a person. The role of CMO is a person who helps interpret the vision of the company and start to develop the message further. Because if you're a person who has a vision, you probably would relate to this. You're individually in business for yourself or you have a group of people that you lead in your business. Oftentimes, the vision can become so overwhelming that to you it's real as day. 
And to other people, it's not at all. <laughs> and so you end up being kind of this space where you're holding this vision for yourself and you're engaging with people who don't understand that vision yet to, to provide value to them. And it can be challenging to get your words out and your messaging out. And so you can work with somebody like a consultant, an outside person to help, or you can actually bring somebody in who can add strength and, and value to that and start to interpret it in new ways. And so the person that his name is Xavier Ortega, and he's going to be here today in just a few minutes. I'm going to introduce him. One of the biggest values that I've uh, I've experienced personally is he, you know, he has a strong sales background and also mm-hmm. a, a background in music and writing lyrics. And so I feel that a lot of the things that we're talking about in the blog posts and the videos and things that has really been more um, grounded for me. It's been very helpful. It's hard for me to even get through my own ideas because I'm moving on to working for client help. So that's that's been very helpful. Um, but the other thing that's been very interesting, and this relates to social media, is I come from a big time advertising dollar background. And so for me to think about putting myself out there in social media and in videos, I have this idea of the production quality having to be multi-million dollar quality. And that, yeah. that was holding me back for years to get videos done or doing anything where he says, hey, let's just shoot it on your phone and find these tools that we can use of, uh-huh. that are basically free to edit the video and we can get it out there in oh, know, yeah. an hour or something. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. That yeah. has been so freeing for me. It, it, it wasn't easy because, you know, I think I look at it and I think, well, well the audio quality oh, is yeah. amazing. I know. Me too. But I now have a video out there yeah, and we now yeah. have a YouTube channel. So that that's the value of really, you know, mm-hmm. I guess bringing in somebody at a CMO role. Uh, okay. Well, is he there? He's I here. am. I am. Hi. <laughs> this is long time Northwest <laughs> sales and marketing veteran and our new CMO, erratically distinct, Xavier Ortega. Welcome to the show. Happy to be awesome. here. Thank you. All right, Xavier. Today, what we're going to talk about is... One of the things that I thought was fascinating that you do really well is you moderate conversations in your social circle on Facebook really well. And so one of the things that I thought you could share with us is some tips for how to not get our butt kicked. Now, how do we not get creamed on social media? Absolutely, Uh, because it's really, really easy to do so. Um, (laughs) I think that, you know, a lot of people are overly attaching their emotions to their online persona. And it, you know, it it makes ruffling feathers a little bit easier Um, that compounded with a lot of people shedding their their normal uh, civility, you know what I mean? Or etiquette and restrictions and filters that they would put on themselves in regular society. They kind of just relinquish all of that and kind of go full bore in, in digital media and especially on social media. Um, And so there's not a lot of tact left. Um, So honestly, just being mindful of those things and how you're positioning yourself as a promoter um, is going to be very, very, very important, you know, um, to how you're going to be received and how well received you are. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the number one thing is choose the right platform for whatever idea or, uh, you know, product service you're promoting. Um, But especially with, with the opinionated, you know, um, types of content or material. You know what I mean? A lot of times we can we can all feel like we're on a soapbox and impart our wisdom and our insights and things like that. Um, but sometimes we're not posting those ideas in the right places. I think one of the safer things to do rather than um, try to blog as a direct pl- post <laughs> on Facebook, <laughs> right? Because a lot of people feel like you're writing directly on their face, it seems like. <laughs> um, 
you can, you know, maybe post that information um, and that content on a different platform like Medium or, you know, something mm-hmm. that's designed to host um, blog material. Um, and then just share the link, you know, and the basic headliner thought behind um, the idea that's going to be shared in that content versus directly posting the content itself, you know, um, which is inviting any kind of backlash or negative feedback, uh, you know, right there on on the thread. So, so hold um, on, I want to interrupt you for a second. Absolutely. So when we're talking about choosing the right platform, tell me what you mean by that. So Facebook, what do you think, your personal Facebook, for example, I'm I'm a I'm a person who has a business and I'm a person who wants people to know that I have this business but it's my personal Facebook page. Yeah. And I have this opinion about something that, you know, it it crosses, you know, it crosses cultures, meaning Hugh Hefner, basically. I have an opinion about that. Do I share that on my personal Facebook page? Do I share that on my mm. business page? Is it okay yeah. to share that on LinkedIn? Uh yeah. what about Twitter? You know, okay, so let me answer that question for yeah. you. If you're me, it doesn't matter because when I post on my personal page and I post what I really believe, what happens is it, there's no way to separate me, in my case, from my company and from the network. And I found that out. And so on the one side, some people are like, really, is that really you? Is that like positive Patty saying you think it's like a shame that this? Yeah, it is. So I want to hear what Xavier has to say about that. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I think definitely you, you want to try to distinguish that a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think that you have to be a little politically minded when it comes to the representation of, of your company mm-hmm. and, and your firm. Yes, um, I do. Yeah. And and so, you know, you know, just being kind of generally aware of, of common, you know, sensibilities, um, different views and cultures um, and just trying to make sure that the content and the ideas you share from a business um, platform are, you know, mindful of those things um, and don't mm. stir the pot, so to speak. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you want to and you're somebody like Dr. Pat or somebody like me and you want to still have a like personal opinions? I think my opinion is pay- Facebook personal page is the right place to do that because they're like my family and things like that. They're going to mm-hmm. get all heated. Do you think? I, uh, yeah. Do you think? It's I don't know. You don't know. I, well, well, no, I, I, I'm I not going to all... comment on Medicare. <laughs> I, I mean, whether it's on the Dr. Pacho or Facebook, I mean, I, I'm just not because I have I have an opinion about uh, what we do with our elderly in, in this country. And so, you know, it's, it's not even a political statement. It's like a humanity statement. You, you know, so I'm going to say something like, are you aware that a half a trillion dollars has just been cut from Medicare. And are you aware that we are in an opioid, which is another word for heroin. I don't even understand what we're doing with that. That is like so like talking about fake news. That's like Mm -hmm. get me riled up with that one. And, you know, oh, wait a minute. How do you pay for treatment? Oh, Medicaid. Well, look it. So I am going to say those things because but I don't call somebody an idiot. You know, I'm not going to do that because that's not me. Exactly. It boils down to the tact and the delivery at the end of the day, whether it's coming from a personal perspective, a perspective of an organization um, and their members. Um, it, it, it's all about the quality and the delivery and, you know, how tactfully uh, delivered it, it is. You know, you, you got to really think about it like that. Um, and yeah. 
and and it's you know because it's you shouldn't stifle yourself or you sh- you shouldn't restrict yourself from from mm-hmm. sharing your opinion. That's certainly not not yeah. what I'm saying. Um, but you know you should be mindful about how you're saying yeah, yeah. it, how it's going to be delivered, and um and from what platform it's going to be delivered from because that's going to be the arena in which the engagement mm-hmm. occurs. Right? Yeah, I, and, you're right. And you I may mean, not. You're 100 you, right. I mean, like what you were talking about is like there's a word for it. It's called discernment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You 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 dress differently when you go to church or you go to a spiritual center than you do than you go to maybe the bar to hang out with your friends. I mean, I'm from New York, so I dress differently than pretty much most of the people in the <laughs> Pacific Northwest. You know, I Some mean, I've been told the that. Church is the bar, right? Right. Yeah. Maybe right. those are the wrong examples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wrong examples. I got you though. But I mean, maybe it's like so. It's like a business meeting in corporate America versus you know, Halloween night at the party. I mean, that's you right. those discernment ideas. So Xavier, yep. what else, what else we have three, we have well, the number three more two we, tip, yeah. two minutes. Okay, okay. Let's, let's run through this really quick. <laughs> uh, so the number two tip up, uh, give more than you get. And I think this is very, very important. You guys were talking about um, the kind of value that people um, receive when they're exchanging their attention and their time, right. With, when it comes to advertising, um, and you know, that video game example was, was, was really, really spot on because they immediately got something of use, right. That they could function and go play their game with just for, you know, a little exchange of their attention. And I, I think that's, that's really powerful. Um, but you know, I think the same dynamic can be created, um, you know, from, from a, a promotional standpoint on social media. Um, and, and, you know, the whole idea about building your brand on a social media platform is really about building a community around that brand. Right. And, um, a long-term plan to foster long-term engagement with that brand, right? Because you want to own a, a space in someone's mind with your brand and be synonymous with your category or your products or your service offering. Right. Um, and so in order to do that, you have to consistently be present. And so we're b- using social media to kind of build that type of exposure and um, mm-hmm. those types of large scale relationships with with, uh, you know, the public and brands. Um, but what a company or a person or anyone promoting on social media can do is try to offer something enriching before they try to offer something transactional. Right. So um, and that's a good note just from an overall networking standpoint. If you want to give people, if you want people to give you networking, basically, I'm going to connect you with this person, go to a networking event and connect 10 people and expect maybe one connection. So it's just a good way of thinking about it in general. Let me help the community connect and engage. And through that, I will be seen. Absolutely. In a good way, in a good positive way. Right. You've now made a positive impact and impression on them. Um, so, you know, that that's key. So give more than you get. Number three, be a respecter of different views, cultures and general sensibilities. We were kind of talking about that earlier. And, you know, we can all just do well to make ourselves aware, um, you know, and 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 just kind of uh, approach our communications accordingly. Right. And with some tact and um, with a little bit of, um, you know, polit- political mindedness. Right. It can, It's good for people to consider how other people feel, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. Oh, like yeah. how, how other people are going to receive this information. I do. Exactly. I know that. Yeah. And then wow. The, and then the fourth, yeah. the fourth tip: make it easy to engage with you, right? Um, have a have a uh, a strong point at the end of your post um, that either prompts a question, you know, and um, and just it, it, you know, not an end all be all type of standpoint soapbox, you know, um, position, and uh, let 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 people um, have a space to share. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, wow. 
We yeah, so that's much. a wrap, boy. Thank <laughs> you so much. Uh, Jen, give out your website. Thank you both for, join- for, for joining us here today. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to Radically Distinct Radio. You can learn more about me, Jen Morgan, at jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. And you can learn more about working with Radically Distinct and Xavier and, and me at radicallydistinct.com. Please check out our new YouTube channel. We really want to get our subscribers up so more people can learn how to be a good marketer in the world. Yes, go to Radically Distinct TV to get out awesome. of the herd and ahead of the curve. All right. Thank you both. Thank you, Benny, for pushing all the right buttons. And thank you all for being the best listeners on the planet. We'll see you next time. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Radically Distinct Radio. I don't want you to miss an episode. So subscribe to Radically Distinct Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. And if you can, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Stay connected to me. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, jenmorgan.com. Follow at Radically Distinct on Instagram and Facebook and tweet with me at, at Jen Morgan Brand. Until next time, I'm Jen Morgan, reminding you to be radically distinct.